this episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about what you can grow to get really great, high-quality juices and smoothies that you can make at home. Thank you for choosing the Weight Loss Woo podcast, where the true meets the woo. If you're interested in weight loss and wellness science, spirituality and self-healing, health mindset hacks, and universal laws like the law of attraction, you're in the right place. My name is Terry Renault, and my certifications in wellness, weight loss, law of attraction, and life coaching, just to name a few, have been helping people over 40 lose weight since 2015. Let's get into it. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I want to talk to you a little bit about what you can grow for juicing at home and for making your own smoothies. So I'm going to give you a list of vegetables. Obviously, it's not going to include every vegetable. And consider fruits as well, even though it's supposed to be 80 veggies, 20% fruits. Now, and I don't know what part of the country or the world that you're listening from. And obviously, I don't know what the weather is like or what zone you're in there. But there are a lot of parts of the United States where you can grow citrus type fruits. If you can, that's great. If you cannot, then consider growing fruits like berries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, goji berries, like the list of berries is just about endless. So any of those berries and some of the smaller dwarf fruit trees, apple, pear, etc. These are also going to be a good idea. So specifically for juicing, you're going to want things like bell peppers, cucumbers, beets. And remember that you can juice the top of the beet. I know that some people throw it in the garbage because they're like, I don't need that. But you can cook the beet greens or you can juice them. Uh, Swiss chard. I love Swiss chard. And this year I've planted rainbow Swiss chard because we want to try and eat every color vegetable in the rainbow. Yellow, green, dark green, purple, orange, red. Everything that we can get, we want to eat. Zucchini and celery. They both have a lot of juice in them. And zucchini, wow, like you can really get a lot of zucchinis. And the juice is quite good, actually. Bok choy is an excellent vegetable for stir-frying or for juicing. Carrots. Now, organic carrots tend to be dirt cheap. So if you have limited garden space, you may not want to grow them. But they're great for juicing. Endive and romaine, those are both juice um, vegetables that are included in the Gerson therapy juice. So if Gerson therapy thinks they're good, they're probably really good. So that's endive and romaine. Celery, cabbage juice, also really good, green or purple or both. Tomatoes, love them. 
they're, you know, actually a fruit, but they will go great in the juicer. So all of these things, and I'm sure I left a few things out as far as juicing goes. Uh, smoothies, we tend to put more uh, things like kale in it. Now, if your kale has big juicy stems, you might want to just juice the stems and use the top part, the leafy part for your smoothies. Spinach, so good in a smoothie and it just whips up and you don't even realize that you're eating spinach. And that's what I like about smoothies. Right? And again, all of those berries that you're growing are perfect for a smoothie. Right? We want as many antioxidants in our body as we can possibly cram in. So there's kind of a love-hate thing that's going on with juicing as of late. I've noticed when I was doing research actually for this podcast. Now I got involved with juicing I think three or four years ago when I first got involved in trying to be much more healthy. And I'm still a firm believer in juicing. I really don't care what kind of nonsense is going around on the internet. So basically the argument is, well, you know, you don't know what kind of vegetables you're getting. Maybe they're not organic. Well, okay, maybe they're not organic, but if you're willing to eat them, then what is the difference between eating them and juicing them. So we have all these things going on. I'm, I'm not sure why mainstream has turned to juice hatred, but I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I have noticed such an improvement in my health since I started juicing. High levels of energy, uh, better skin, better digestion, Right? You, juice makes you poo. If you've ever been constipated, you already know that you are willing to do just about anything to get everything moving. And this is what is healthy for you. Right? All of these processed foods um, and fast foods clog up your entire system. It's not just clogging your arteries and affecting your heart health. It is clogging up your entire bowel with crap. Sorry. I know how good a hamburger can be sometimes. And I'm not saying, oh, you should never eat a hamburger. Yes, you should. If you want that, go eat it. Eating it every day? Don't think that's a good idea. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, if it's full of processed chemicals and crap and garbage and fat, right? It's probably not going to be good for you to have it every single day. Same thing with sugar. You're not going to want to put that in every single day, high quantities of gross processed sugar. I mean, I like sugar things too, but when you start eating them every day, right? Sugar is an addiction. We, it's scientifically proven. We can't, we can't argue with that, right? That's why people get addicted to sugar-filled soda, right? So, I mean, there are little changes that we can make and flinging that one glass of juice in or that one smoothie in 
You might not think it's much, but it's really going to help. Juice is one of the best things that you can do for your body. Like I said, your levels of energy are going to be noticeably different. Within five to seven days, you're going to be like, wow, really, I'm starting to look forward to juice. And when my husband and I first started juicing, we were like, oh, God, it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm loving this. But we stuck with it. Said, okay, well, we're just going to try it. We'll give it a, a fair try. At least 10 days, maybe a month. We'll just give it a whirl. And then if you forgot to juice that day or you ran out of juice, you, you would really notice the difference. And you're like, hey, uh, where's the juice? Because you actually start craving it. So remember, right? 80% vegetables, 20% fruit. And many of these things you're going to be able to grow in your garden. Um, some things are a little bit more difficult than others, but it's relatively simple to grow cucumbers uh, and lettuce and tomatoes are pretty easy. I've been growing them every year for two decades pretty much and I get tomatoes off my plants every year. Now, uh, fruit trees is something I've never done. Uh, so if you have the space and you're able to plant an apple or a pear, dwarf variety, I mean, I've seen a lot of people do it. But it doesn't seem to be that difficult. This year, for the first time, we are trying all of the berries, pretty much, or many of the berries, many different varieties of uh Raspberries, we're trying like six different varieties of raspberries, three different varieties of blueberries, and uh, we're going to try blackberries, those giant, huge, long ones. So we'll, we'll see how it all goes, right? All you can do is give it a try. And if nothing else, gardening is good exercise, you're getting outside, you're getting some sun, you're getting some fresh air, and you're probably going to get a lot of free bok choy because that grows relatively easily. I mean, it's just something really nice about juicing your own zucchini or cucumber. I mean, again, these are really easy things to grow. And you know, as I said in the previous episode, you know exactly what's in the soil, what was sprayed on them, and what happened to them and who touched them. So it just it takes a lot of the stress and worry away when you're growing all of these things and you have all, all of these organic. Now, normally you go into the store, organic fruits and vegetables are just so skyrocketing in price. I mean, organic carrots and things like that tend to be a bit more reasonable. So, as I said, you'll have to decide how much space you have, how much you want to dedicate to growing. I think that being more self-sufficient has become more important to many of us that have a little bit of land, a um, little bit of property in our backyard or front yard or side yard or wherever we're living. So, those of us that can contain our garden and try to save a little bit of money and make fewer trips to the store 
are doing so right now just because of the whole Rona thing, right? It started to become more prevalent in our minds that maybe we want to make less trips to the store and just try our hand at gardening. I mean, even if half of the things don't work, you were outside, you enjoyed some fresh air, and you did get some quantity of fresh vegetables or fresh fruits that are organic and saved quite a bit of money in some cases. So I think it'd be really good for you, really optimal time to just think, okay, what could I grow in my own situation that would make me feel happy to see it growing and get that for free, basically. I mean, it wasn't free. If you buy plants that are already started, of course they cost money. But the number of tomatoes you can get off a plant, quite a few. If you start them from seed, you're gonna save even more money. Yes, it's more difficult, but it is worthwhile. And it is interesting and it gives us all something to do that's going to be good for us. Uh, if it doesn't work out, you can always just compost the things that don't exactly go how you thought they would and plant more seeds and start over. That's easy enough. So, this, this is the year. If you were, have been thinking about doing it for years, oh, maybe I should plant something besides flowers. This is the year to do it. It's going to give your heart a big happiness boost. And you're going to save money for sure. Some of these things, you're going to be able to freeze them or can them or pickle them and save them in one way or another. Tomatoes, you can make your own sauce or you can make your own salsa. Salsa is like four bucks a jar. So if you're going to grow a little companion jalapeno, or you can even buy your jalapenos, come on. And they're not, it's not too outrageously expensive. And make your own salsa. And you just jar all that, put it away. Right? Homesteading is becoming more and more popular just because it feels good. It's good to not have to go to the store for every single thing that you need. And it gives you a feeling of satisfaction of doing something more constructive with your time, especially during this shutdown of basically everything except food stores. You get a feeling of self-satisfaction. I'm using my time wisely. I am planning for the future. And in 30 to 60 days, I'll have a whole bunch of stuff that I can juice or make a smoothie with. And I'll just be able to reap all of those benefits from all of that organic produce and all the time I spend outside just enjoying the earth. Anyway, thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. And I really do hope that you'll think about growing your own fruits and vegetables this year. Thank you for tuning in to the Weight Loss Woo podcast today. 
I would like to take this opportunity to personally invite you to the free brand new Facebook group Weight Loss Woo where we discuss transformational weight loss and wellness on the daily.